Hi, and welcome to a special episode of No Crying in Baseball, the Girl Power episode. My name is Patty. I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth. Hi, Potty Mouth. Hey there. I am so excited to be introducing this episode. This is, I think, the best thing that we have done in a long time. And I don't know why it took us so long to do it. And by doing it, we mean put microphones in front of really smart, interesting, powerful young women and let them just tell us what is up. That was our only part. It's like, hey, let's put on a show. And boy, did they come through. I hope you all get as much out of this as we did. We were so impressed with these DC girls, baseball women. Welcome to this special episode of No Crying in Baseball. We're devoting this episode to girls in baseball. This is, And it's also a little bit of our extension of Mother's Day into Mother's Week into a couple of Mother's Weeks. We're welcoming Ava Benach, who is not only a super mom, but also the chair and director for baseball programs at DC Girls Baseball. And Ava was one of the DCGB co-founders in 2014 after her daughter Paloma participated in a baseball for all tournament. And since then, DC Girls Baseball has been growing by leaps and bounds and just deserving our undying admiration. We actually talked with a DCGB player in episode 76 forever ago in 2019, Shalva. And today we wanted to check back in with Ava, as well as three, I think we have of the four, I can't count. Four. Four. Four of the fabulous players to hear a little bit about how things are going and how their plans are for the future. So right now we would like to welcome Ava and Piper. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited. So Ava, can you kind of give us the the start of how DC Girls Baseball has grown? How did it get started and where are we now? I mean, it's been a process. So uh, it's been a process and it's been a, a tremendous ride. It started with my daughter who played baseball. I was coaching my younger son's team. We had three girls on that team. And I was like everybody else. I assumed that girls would eventually have to transition over to softball uh, until my daughter went and played on a baseball, baseball for all team uh, at a tournament in California. And she joined a team of 12 girls, there were 10 and under, uh, they were in the tournament, which was co-ed because of the fact that they were there, and they raked, they, uh, they won the whole tournament. Wow. And uh, it really opened our eyes to the world of girls' baseball, that girls, that there are more girls than just these four or five I knew who were devoted to baseball. And so we figured out we need to support this somehow in Washington, D.C., and we had a good core. We had Paloma, Elena, Tess, uh, who you'll hear from later. And we had Harper. We had Alice. We had Ella. All of these players were our core. And we then just started going around. Every time we saw a girl on a ball field, we started harassing the parents. And uh, Sweet. and that's how we grew. We've uh, There's a few long-haired boys that we've harassed a couple dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. You know, I would love to welcome Piper in right now. Piper, if you could just introduce yourself a little bit, give us your name, age, and years in DC Girls Baseball. Yeah, so I'm Piper Cherry. I'm 16 years old, and I've been playing with DC Girls Baseball for two years. And that's actually how long I've been playing baseball in general. Fantastic. So were you one of the players that got, you know, 
approached by these very friendly um, folks from DC <laughs> Girls Baseball who said, hey, you play, come play with us? Or how did you fall into all this? Um, I had expressed to my dad about wanting to play baseball. You know, I'm a huge Nats fan and I was always just really into going to the games. And I was like, you know, I really want to play this game and I don't want to play softball. I want to play baseball. So my dad went looking and he found a winter clinic that I could do at DC Dynasty. Um, and I signed up and then through that, I found DC Girls Baseball and they were like, you know, now you can play games rather than just doing the clinic. So I joined the team. God, that's great. So you were then part of it during last last year, the crazy COVID year mm -hmm. of, you know, with baseball shut down in so many places. Like, Ava, how did you guys make it through that year? What, were you able to play at all? Yes, we had to be creative. We did a lot of uh, new things for the, you know, the real thick of it last year. We started a weekly program called DC Force Speaks, where we got people in the baseball world to come and talk to us. And we used it as an opportunity to talk about women in baseball. We had Isla Borders and Tamara Holmes, two of the great women baseball players in history. We had local travel team coaches and high school coaches to talk about playing on their high school teams. We had a University of Virginia coach, the one who won the uh, World Series College Championship. We had Sean Doolittle. We crashed that one. Full yep. disclosure. We, we yep. probably crashed that one. That was great. <laughs> he, he, he was with us for two and a half hours. And he just hung out and hung out and hung out. And, uh, you know, every time uh, our bullpen blows something, I throw something at the TV screen. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Which yes, is what I, which what I did before. But. <laughs> <laughs> but now there's a personal aspect to the whole thing because he's our guy. <laughs> So we, we finally got back on the field with some with some really rigid uh, COVID protocols, June of 2020. We just basically practiced, and that's pretty much all we did. Our girls did conditioning. Uh, that was easy to socially distance. They, you know, we had them running up hills. <laughs> and so finally by October, we rented out the stadium at Harrisburg uh, for the Senators. And we invited wow. our friends from New York and Boston to come down. And we made three teams out of all the girls. We just mixed them up. Everybody had COVID tests and, you know, filled out forms and wore masks. And uh, we, we played uh, a, th a series of three games in one day. And everybody had a blast. So this winter, we did a lot of outdoor clinics. Uh, we decided that being out in 40-degree weather wasn't going to kill anybody. And uh, awesome. we, we, we managed and now now we're largely back. That is so impressive. It was we had a lot of fun. It, we, we changed everything that we did. We had trivia night. We had bingo night. We we did all sorts of stuff uh, because you guys did cooking classes. Didn't you do cooking classes? We did cooking classes. <laughs> uh, you know, unabashedly, we stole that from Jimmy Silk and the Wilson baseball program. They had a good model. You just followed the best practices, right? That's fair. We, we stole from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you had so many good resources. And I was just remembering we also interviewed one of your coach Whitey uh, a little while ago. That was sort of at the beginning of COVID, right? And he was working with conditioning. Yes. Still working with coach Whitey. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great guy. I, actually, 
I had a quick follow-up question. You mm -hmm. talked about like bringing those teams together and mixing everybody up. This is something that I noticed about you guys. Like we went to that the, the DMV tournament that you had. God, how long ago was it now? And you all had like a potluck or something with all the teams. It was like we're all just going to hang out together. T tell me more about that. Like that seems to be like, important to how y'all function. I like to throw a party. That's a good reason. And uh, you know these girls, they're such a tight community. So. Some of my uh, daughter's best friends are players on other teams in other parts of the country. They see each other all the time. They go to these events put on by MLB for girls. They do a lot of stuff together. They know each other, and they all have this ex shared experience. So we, we we get some good food. We got some bad karaoke. And, uh, <laughs> Is there any other? <laughs> I, oh, that's I, so I, cool. I hear it could get pretty serious. All right, so so Piper, could we just get back to you for a minute? What's your current situation right now? What teams are you playing for? What's your baseball focus right now? So right now I'm playing for DC Girls Baseball, and I'm also playing on my high school team, the Field Falcons. That is fantastic. What position do you play? I mostly play in the outfield. Um, with DC Girls, they're trying to make me into a pitcher as well, which I'm really excited about. Wow. Very nice. Oh, that Very is nice. great. So that, that process of getting onto your high school team, what was that like? And, and are you the only girl on that team? I am the only girl. So the way my school works is that it's more of a no cut team. So okay. I didn't necessarily have to try out, but they had never had a girl on their team before. Um, in fact, a couple years ago, someone had told me that some, a girl had asked to be on the team and they said that she could not be on it. Um, but this oh. year, I have a special, like not a special relation, but I'm good friends. I get along with my journalism teacher, who is also the coach. And when I expressed my want to play on the team, he was like, absolutely. Like, come on out. Like, abs you can definitely play on the team. So now I'm playing and I'm the first girl at my school to ever play on the high school baseball team. That is a congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. And like, we do this on the show all the time where we celebrate firsts. And then we're pissed that it took so long for it to be a first. Right. <laughs> so we're simultaneously really excited for you. And why did we wait this long? Why did we wait? So did you encounter any pushback from players or parents or anybody? Or was it just like, of course, we have, you know, this is the world we live in now. Of course, women should play this, this game. Um, Kind of. I feel like a lot of people had a warped like idea of why I was joining the team and they figured that it was more of the boys rather than actually wanting to play the sport, which Oh, uh, you just wanted you wanted to do this so you can meet the guys? Is that is that was that it? That's what one girl said to me. Oh my god. <laughs> um but you know, other than that, I feel like the one thing I get most of the time when I say I play baseball, they're like, Oh, do you mean softball? I'm like, no, I, I mean baseball. I play on an all-girls baseball team, and I play on my school's baseball team. Um, but other than that, there's not really been a lot of pushback. You know, parents, when they find out, are so in, so supportive, and they're like, wow, that's so cool. And, you know, the boys on the team are so welcoming. You know, they say that I'm one of the boys. You know, they're, they're so supportive, and, you know, I feel really lucky to be on a team that's so supportive. That means they fart in front of her. <laughs> that's, that, that counts. Oh, believe me, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> But that's good news. That's good news. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I I wonder, are there other girls who, who come to you and say, I, I've been thinking about that. Can I do yeah. this? So there's one one of my friends, Gigi. She came up to me earlier in the year and she was like, you're playing baseball on the team, right? And I said, I am. She's like, I think I might want to join next year. 
I was like, do it. Yeah. Cool. I, it would be awesome to not only not be the only girl, but to also just, you know, expand girls in baseball. You know, I don't know if she's had past experience, but you know, that doesn't even matter. I would love for her to join this team. I think it would be fantastic. Congrats on being a trailblazer. That That's just awesome. And I know, I mean, we've also been following all the actions that Justine Siegel and, and Baseball for All have been doing around trying to create more of this pipelines because now, you know, the buildup of the girls' baseball and into high school, but then there's that next step of getting colleges to acknowledge that they can admit girls to their teams and things like that. So where do you see, especially Ava, maybe this is for you, where do you see DC Girls Baseball in sort of this larger picture of girls and women in baseball and, and getting the girls ready for that next step of being women baseball players? Wow. Um, we <laughs> no should... responsibility there at all. Right, right. right. <laughs> We're counting on you to make this happen, by the way. You know, our goal is to everybody stops playing baseball at some point, whether you're right. Piper Cherry or Derek Jeter. And our goal is to make sure that girls do that on their terms and they do it based upon their abilities and their interest. And someday a coach will say, you're not good enough. And someday that's going to happen, but it should never be that you don't get a chance because you're a girl. And we, th we feel that our girls, we have seven playing high school baseball now. You know, because we're a younger organization, we don't have some of the, the college players yet. But I bet you in three years, we're going to have some college players. You know, girls are increasingly being seen in college. Beth Greenwood up at the University of Rochester. Alexia George is going to be playing in New Jersey. Uh, so girls in college baseball are uh, more and more common. I think that's the next great frontier. And it's to keep them playing as long as they can, as long as they want to. But it's also, it's, you know, we don't do cooking classes because of baseball. We do cooking classes because it's part of being a functioning adult. Uh, it's part of being a, uh, and going off to college and knowing how to cook yourself a meal is, is essential. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you can live on pizza and beer for four years, but <laughs> it's not good for you. Right. <laughs> uh, so, we, we look at our goal as creating leaders and listen, listen to Piper. She's a perfect example. She said, I want to play baseball. She sought this out. She found about it out. She didn't touch a baseball until she was 14 years old, played base, started with us, kept going, has improved dramatically. And now is the first girl on her high school team in history. You meet a girl who plays baseball and you're meeting a badass. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> so Piper, what do you see for you? Is this like, I'm going to do this while I'm in high school and then, you know, I'm going to be on a beer league when I'm 25 or is this, I want to take this as far as I can go with this. What do you think? And I know, I know you're 16, but still I'm going to ask the question. <laughs> I just, I want to keep playing as long as the opportunity arises. You know, if I get the chance to play, I would love to continue playing baseball as long as I can. You know, if that doesn't end up happening, I would love to just, work with girls like younger girls like I am right now I'm actually helping to coach a clinic to teach girls I think it's eight to ten I'm helping coach them and learn how to play baseball so if you know me playing baseball doesn't end up working out I absolutely want to help you know little girls get into baseball so that they can get far 
That is so beautiful. Like so many great things. It's it's great to hear from you. Do you have any like special memories either dealing with DC girls baseball or your time in high school? Like something a special play. It could be on the field or off the field, but any little like special moment in baseball that jumps out. I think my favorite moment of mine was when I played in nationals and that was the first time I think since I'd played in a little league team just for a couple weeks that I'd played in a game situation with DC girls baseball and they put me in the outfield they said you're going to go into right field and you're going to do great don't worry about it just go out and play and so you know first batter is a strikeout next batter was a ground out and then the last batter comes up for the inning and you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm nervous, but I'm going to do great. And so they hit a line shot a little bit ways away from me. And so I'm running and I'm running and I'm tracking the ball and I catch it. And it was my first catch in the outfield. And, you know, I come back in the dugout and they're like, that was an amazing catch. Like you're an outfielder now. You're a baseball player. That was fantastic. And it was just like, I could breathe, you know, I wasn't as nervous anymore because I, I did it, you know? So that's definitely one of my favorite moments. So cool. Oh, that's, I love that so much. Yes. Yes. You are a (laughs) baseball player. Good on you. Definitely one of my favorite moments. I'll never forget seeing, I mean, she covered a lot of ground. She's not giving herself enough credit. She covered a lot of ground. She hit, she caught the ball at top speed. Victor Robles would have, would have, uh, (laughs) I want the stat cast numbers on this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so, that's fantastic. Yeah. Piper, what do you want to tell these, these girls that you're coaching? What do you want to tell them or other girls who might be interested in playing baseball about what the future could be for them? You know, if you want to play ball, do it. You know, life is way too short to not play baseball when you want to, you know, I regret not starting when I was younger. So if you have the opportunity and you want to do it, go do it. Because it's so much fun and it's it's so worth it. You're going to find a great community, whether you're playing with boys or you're playing with girls. And it's an amazing sport and it's fun to play. So, you know, if you want to play it, do it. Sign up for the team and go out for it. Ava, you do great with these life skills. If, if Piper is, is an example of, of the team you've put together, that, that's just amazing. So, Ava, what can we look forward to this year with DC Girls Baseball? What do you guys have planned? Well, we have a tournament schedule that's going to be uh, entirely girls' uh, tournaments this year. Actually, I lie. Uh, there is a co-ed tournament. Um, so the uh, 14U's are playing in Bowie at the end of June. Before that, they'll be playing probably a game a week, just like a sort of pickup with local travel teams, etc. cetera. Uh, but our big event this year is baseball for all nationals. It's the largest all girls tournament in the country, in the world, probably. And this time it's being held in Aberdeen, Maryland. So it's in our backyard. We don't have to go to Illinois. Uh, We've been to California. We've been to Illinois a few times. And now it's in Aberdeen at the Ripken facility. It's from July 18th to July 22nd. We are taking six teams of girls. What? Uh, Amazing. Uh, we're taking a 10U team, two 12U teams, a 14U team, Piper's 16U team, and a 19U team. It's going to be over 70 girls 
from DCGB. Uh, and just wow. to put that in context, our first travel tournament that we ever went to was in October of 2015, and we took five girls. Uh, we were filling in. We were borrowing players. Uh, my younger sons got into the game. Uh, it was <laughs> – it, it was uh we didn't have uniforms we stole some from the little league <laughs> uh, so cool so uh we've gone from five to over 70 uh it should be our biggest year yet and there's baseball all day every day that entire week and we'd love to get visitors and get a little hometown hometown advantage oh yeah that's gonna be my question can can people come on in and and, and watch the tournament Yes, I believe that they can. I understand that Ripken has social distancing rules and they have COVID policies, but I don't believe that they're not allowing spectators. So if we find that, as soon as we find out more, we'll be posting it about it and sharing it as we do. But yes, please, we'd love to have you. Well, and the other thing that people should be doing is I know that this costs money. And even though that it's local, you all have a lot of fees that you need to pay to Baseball for All. Do you guys have a fundraising link that we can provide for people or in the future? Absolutely, we do. Uh, And our girls are about to launch our annual, um, we call it our Flip Cause campaign. It's named after the uh, Grand Slam for Girls. That's what we've called it this year. Nice. And every girl sets up a fundraising page on the platform. And they explain why they play baseball and what they get out of it. And the reason we raise money is to provide scholarships uh, for girls who can't afford it. Uh, It's a heavy lift to spend five days playing baseball. It's a luxury. And, uh, you know, we've paid for transportation. We've paid for hotels. We have a program where if you need a piece of baseball equipment, you ask for it and you get it. You don't get something that, you know, we found off the street. It's we give you new equipment. And we're also working really hard to diversify the sport. Of course, we're diversifying the sport just by bringing girls into it. But we are trying to bring more Latinx girls and African-American girls and Asian girls into the sport. And uh, we're trying, you know, we know that we got to come to them and put ourselves in their neighborhoods and in their communities so that it's easy. And then once we, they fall in love with it, then they they won't leave like Piper. Excellent. And they'll tell their friends. And we will link to you guys for sure in our show notes so we can point more people to you so they can help support this because you guys are doing amazing, amazing work, both locally and for the larger picture of girls and women in baseball. And thank you so much for spending time with us today. It was a true pleasure to talk to both of you. We're looking forward to meeting some of your teammates very soon, Piper. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much, Ava and Piper. And and stay tuned, folks. We are going to have more DC Girls Baseball players on right now. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It was really nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. Hope to see you in Aberdeen. So huge thanks to Ava and Piper for joining us. And now we have a couple more players with us. We have Maggie Heafy and Tess Usher joining us to talk about DC Girls Baseball and their experiences. Welcome, Maggie and Tess. So good to have you guys here. Thank you guys so much for having us. Thank you. Oh, it's great. It's great. Maybe we can just have you each start off. Maybe we'll start off with Maggie and say your name, your age, and how long you've been involved in DC Girls Baseball. Yeah, so I'm Maggie Hafey. I'm 14 years old, and I think this is my fourth fourth or fifth year with DCGB. I'm, I'm Tess Usher. I'm 15, and I've been playing on DCGB for as long as it's been around. I think like 
eight years, maybe. Yeah. That's amazing. So Ava told us the story about when the organization started about going like whenever they saw a girl at a ballpark, they they went to the parents and tried to recruit. Were, were, Were you guys part of that whole like recruiting thing or did you hear about it and go for it? How did you end up with DC Girls Baseball? I came a lot later than tested. I live in Charlottesville, Virginia, so I'm not actually like in DC. Um, But I heard about it. My mom, I remember the day she was like, Maggie, there's this awesome thing. There's like this awesome woman who runs it. Like we're going to go see a game of theirs. And I remember going to a game and I loved it. And ever since then, I've just, I've been involved. So yeah, I heard about it a little bit later, but um, I wasn't part of the original. How about you, Tess? I was playing. So my first team that I ever played on for Little League was Ava's team. So like, I guess me and Ava's daughter were like the first people that like made her want to do it. And another girl named Ella who played on our team too. So I didn't really hear about it. They kind of like came up with it around me. Not just me, but like me and a few other people. A founding member. That's so cool. That's (laughs) just Eight years at your age. That's such a great thing. So could you each also tell us a little bit about your current situation? So we know that DC Girls Baseball is an organization for girls, but that at the same time, a lot of you guys are playing on other teams, either school teams or little league teams. For each of you, what's your current baseball situation? Uh, I guess we, we can start with Maggie again. Yeah. So I, um, I'm a freshman in high school this year, and this is my first year on my high school baseball team, which is really exciting. Actually, this was my first year on my high school baseball team until I broke my arm last week. Oh, sorry. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I am no longer or I'm, I'm still on the team, but um, my season has ended way too soon. But yeah. And then I also play on my a travel team, like a local travel team in my area with all boys. Can, can I just follow up with that? With what high school do you go to? I go to Charlottesville High School in Charlottesville. Are you the only girl on that team? I am. Wow. I'm the only girl who's ever, I think, who's ever played. And was the injury baseball related? Oh, yeah. It was at practice. It was right at the end of practice. I was diving for a ball and landed right on my wrist and broke it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So you're the only girls ever played on that team. What was their reaction? Did you have to try out? Was there pushback? Was it like, yay, it's about time we have girls who want to play? You know, I mean, I think in a, a lot of these people that I've, I'm playing with on my team now, I've known for a while. Like a lot of them have been, I mean, I live in a pretty small town. I mean, you know, a lot of the same people I've been playing with for a while. So I'm really lucky to say that, yeah, no, it was, it's been a really easy ride. The coach has been super nice and supportive. My teammates are awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's been great. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. So next year. Yeah. Do you, um, are there other teams that you play on as well? Yeah, so I'm also a freshman in high school, and I also play on my school team, which is fun. And there is another girl on the team, surprisingly. She also plays DCGV. She's a junior, and she's very good. And um, – I don't really I also play for DCGB and then there's I the school team is every day so I don't have time for any other team. Wow. And and what school do you go to? School Without Walls. Fantastic. So is this the first year there were girls on the team or is your is your teammate no, kind of break, a, break that barrier ahead of time or? She's a junior so she's been on the team since she was a freshman. So no. And I guess I guess same question to you. Did did that like open it up and there weren't any problems anymore or is it still kind of weird my coach always talks about like how there's girls on the team and he seems supportive but he kind of like 
he said he told me in the beginning of the season that he used to holler at Oliva a lot, his other girl, and how like he's holding me to a high expectation because she's very good and stuff like that. I mean, they're supportive, but also he, um, yeah, he tells me he's gonna get on my nerves a lot and stuff like that, but not necessarily in a bad way. I don't know. It's kind of confusing, but yeah. Well, it's good that you guys have DC Girls Baseball to sort of, you know, hear from other girls in the same situation because it seems like there are many of you who are breaking that high school barrier, which is incredible that, you know, there's so many from this team are doing that at the same time. Um, can I ask, what positions do you guys play? I'm a second baseman and shortstop, mainly mainly shortstop. I, I play first base. Wow. So all over the place. We had an outfielder on just, just now, just before. <laughs> And potential pitcher, we hear a potential pitcher. Right. Yes. So what do you see as your baseball future? Are you guys playing now just because you like to play and that that's it? Or do you, are you hoping for a college spot? Do you want to play as long as you can? Like, what, what are you thinking? I mean, baseball is, is my thing. Like, that's what I've always said. Baseball is what I do. It's what I do best. And I just want to play as long as possible. I mean, it's what I love to do the most. And so I'm just going to continue to play. I have no idea where it'll take me in life, but. Um, I'm just going to play for as long as I can. Um, for me, I mean, I'm still a freshman, so I have like three more years left of high school ball. And I think that I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think I'm going to continue after high school. I might for fun, but I don't think I'm going to try to play for a college team because I have other interests too. And I, I don't know, but I, I might continue with women's baseball too, like casually. I don't think I'll just stop playing completely, but yeah. Yeah, and I know that the folks from the Eastern Women's Baseball Conference uh, coach with you guys, right? So that's a sort of casual women's league, which is fantastic to have around in this area. We're really, we're re really lucky to have them. I, I was wondering about sort of a special moment that maybe sticks out in your mind. Like, do you have a special baseball memory? It could have been a play on the field or something off the field with your with your team, with your friends. Anything that's like that special baseball memory for you and whoever thinks of one first can can answer <laughs> uh I, I can go first I mean I have a few but I guess I, or a, a while ago a few years ago it was actually after DCGB tournament I was featured in Sports Illustrated Kids I had this whoa like, it was I don't know if you know but there's like this faces in the crowd section where they just have like you know pictures of athletes kid athletes from around the country and it was amazing I mean I've been reading that magazine for for my whole life like I would be looking I would look forward to it see like who are these who are these kids you know these cool kids and like in the magazine since I was like five since I could read and so when I finally like got that in the mail and saw myself it was just oh my gosh I can't even describe the feeling it was it was amazing and then like I had people come up to me and be like oh my gosh I saw you in Sports Illustrated and I was like I'm like, whoa, this is this is crazy. So yeah, I mean that that has to be one of them. And then another one, I don't want to talk too long because No, that's fine. One, Go for it. Another one was a few days ago. It was right after I got injured and my whole team decided to my number is thirty one on my high school team and they decided to with eye black just write number thirty one on their cheeks oh. for me. Um and that just made me oh my gosh, that was felt amazing. In the past, it's been really hard for me um, socially. A lot of the guys haven't always been nice to me. It's been a, it's been just really hard to be on a team with, you know, when I feel alone, when you stick out constantly. But when, you know, I felt accepted and I felt loved, I mean, that was just such an amazing moment. So, yeah. 
God, that yeah. is like, you are one of us. You, exactly. are, you are an important part of this team. That's fantastic. Oh, I'd love to hear that. It was, it was amazing. For me, probably, I, I think I have two. One of them was, I think like five years ago, my first tournament with DCGB was in San Francisco, which was super fun. And we did a lot of fun things besides baseball. We went out to dinner a bunch and we also did karaoke one night, which was really fun. <laughs> and we got to go to um, an athletics, an Oakland athletics game, and we got to lie on the field and watch the fireworks, which was fun. And then like that whole trip was super fun. And then another one um, in the fall. So my school team, we had a fall team that's not associated with the school, but it's the same people and the same coaches, but school baseball is only in the spring. So we played in like a travel league. And my first game out there was just so fun. It was so cool because I was on a varsity team as a freshman with these like six foot seven men on the team. Wow. And just like, like there's a picture of me with the catcher behind me and the catcher is almost as tall as me, like crouched down. Yeah. <laughs> and, That's so cool. great. It was just a really cool moment to play with them for the first time. Wow. So what would you guys tell other girls, younger girls, peers who are interested in, in playing baseball. I mean, clearly there are challenges. It's, you know, it might be complicated finding a team. You're going to hear the, why aren't you playing softball? What what do you tell these girls to get them to, you know, have confidence in, in moving forward? Just go for it. I mean, if you, if you care about something, if you really want it, do it. I mean, nothing, just don't let anyone hold you back. Don't let anyone say anything that'll hold you back. I mean, again, like you said, it's not going to be easy. Um, and you have to know that going in, it's, it's not going to be a smooth ride, but if you love it enough, then just keep going. I mean, that's the main thing. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Like, just don't stop playing. If you really like it, just don't stop. And don't listen to people saying, I was just told the other day I should switch to softball by my own coach. So, by your coach? Yeah. I mean, like kind of indirectly, but still, you should just keep going and do, yeah, don't listen to other people saying not to. I've got to say, Maggie and Tess, you guys are incredibly inspirational. And I'm really glad that we can get your voices out there because you have a lot of really good things to say. And the word just has to be spread. And that kind of energy and enthusiasm for other kids to hear, I think, you know, it's going to make a big difference. You guys are the the wave of the future, right? We are so excited you guys shared this time with us. We appreciate you sharing your good words and um, we hope to see you in Aberdeen. We're already requesting time off of work so we can go to the, we, at least some. Oh my God, I'm so excited yeah. to see you guys in Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us. We have one more girl after you guys. So we're going to sign off with you guys now and just say thank you and, uh, and we wish you all the best. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having us. This is so fun. Yeah, thank you so much. So we want to give a big thanks again to Maggie and Tess for joining us. And we have yet another D.C. girls baseball player with us right now. We're going to be welcoming Rebecca Camp. And Rebecca, could you just uh, give us your age, grade, and your years in D.C. girls baseball to start off with? All right. Hi, I'm Rebecca. Um, I am 17. I'm a senior. And I've been part of D.C.G.B. for four years now. Four, yeah, four years. Yeah, since I was a freshman. It was my first year with the program. So how did DC Girls Baseball find you or did you find them? Ava was telling stories about going from ballpark to ballpark to try to like find girls playing and talk to their parents and all of that. But I also know that, you know, people have sought them out because now they're a thing. 
Mm-hmm. Or you're a thing, I guess. <laughs> Neither really. For one year, there was a girls' baseball team based out of Atlanta called the Georgia Peaches. She did not find me going ballpark to ballpark because I live in Athens, Georgia, which is kind of a hike from D.C. Wow. Yeah. So so how is that connection like? So we were at, I went to Baseball for All Nationals the year before in 2016 okay. with the Georgia team. Um, and we met Ava there and we met, you know, all these other teams. That was, I think, the first year of DCGB because it was the second year of BFA as a thing. So after the Georgia team, the Peaches completely split. I don't know if Ava reached out to my dad or my dad reached out to Ava, but my dad was like, so I've been trying to find you another girls baseball team. How about this one? And so I just showed up like the day before 13U Nationals and met everyone. And honestly, it was startling the chemistry that we all had as a team going forward especially just in contrast to my previous team, which like had been fun, but I didn't click with some of the players as well. But DCGB, it was just like we were teammates instantly. And that was surprising. So cool. So how do you manage to be on a team that's a couple states away? How does that work? Um, I'm not sure. And no one else is either. (laughs) (laughs) I show up for tournaments and I just practice on my own, mostly with my high school team when I have that opportunity. And they're like, well, I keep them updated. You know, I'm pitching, I'm hurt, you know, and I, this is, these are the positions that I'm playing. These are the positions I can play because I play more positions for DCGB than I do for my high school team because I'm better on DCGB relative because I'm in Georgia 5A public school baseball. And that's, it's a tough region. They're like, our team isn't very good, and there are still kids on my team getting scouted. It's great. Wow. So that was going to be the the other question, though. Could you tell us a little bit about playing for your high school team? How did that come about? And uh, are there any girls hanging out there with you? So my high school team was sort of the default. It was like, well, you got done with Little League. I was 12, and that was at the same time I was in seventh grade. So I started playing C-team baseball because I was like, well, I want to keep playing baseball. Down here, unlike up in Virginia, I think, baseball and softball are completely different seasonally. So softball's in the fall and baseball's in the spring. So I didn't consider transferring to softball, but even if I had, it wouldn't mean that I would have to stop playing baseball, which was nice. So I was like, well, I'm just going to keep playing baseball because that's what everyone else is doing. And because they all knew me from, there wasn't really a barrier getting into the team, getting into the program. Because I was playing from C-team, and I was, I had always, you know, done my best to be willing to fall around heavy things and generally be pushed about. <laughs> um, it's like, well, you can't really, she's, she's useful. We may as well keep her. Um, I was lucky enough to have coaches that didn't let me, that let me on the team that didn't, you know, say you can't play, which is somewhat a factor of where I live. Cause Athens is fairly open-minded in general and somewhat a factor of the fact that the boys my age know me. So even before the coaches met me, I imagine they'd heard of me. So, uh, so are you the only girl then on the, on the high school team? Yeah, I am the only girl. There are a couple girls. I played softball this last fall because off-season workouts weren't a thing because COVID, plague, all of that. So I played softball right. and there are a couple of girls that were expressing an interest in baseball. And I was like, great, you should do that. But no, like I said, it's a really competitive region and you have to be willing to put up with a lot of shit. 
Like I probably put up with more shit than I should have done. From players, from coaches, from other parents? From players. All the parents and most of the coaches were really supportive, like the whole time. Mm. From players and especially players on the other team. That was actually one of my favorite parts was I would go out and I would start pitching. And the other dugout would start laughing and hollering and they would be wild. They're like, we're going to hit it a mile. And I was just like, (laughs) just you wait. And then (laughs) they wouldn't. And they would start to be afraid because what if I strike out to this girl? Yeah. Oh, the horror. As soon, exactly. So as soon as they started to realize that they weren't hitting well, they just, it snowballed in their brain. They're like, I am less than a man now. (laughs) (laughs) The collapse. Wow. I, I do like the way you um you used their 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 weakness against them as opposed to like any intimidation like coming at you. It's like, oh no, 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 I am confident and I'm strong and I've got you. I, I know you. Well, it's super handy actually, because one, you're gonna see a lot of fastballs when you're hitting. That's always nice. Because they just they're like, Well, she can't hit it. This is occasionally true. Hitting is not my strong suit. But you're gonna you see a lot of fastballs and As a pitcher, if you don't do well, that's expected. So there isn't, they don't gain a lot of momentum from beating you. You know, if we're throwing the guy that throws 85 and has a wicked curveball and they're hitting him all over the place, like they gain momentum from that. But if they're hitting me, they're like, well, they're throwing their girl, you know, (laughs) we're not really winning here. We have to face this. Um, And obviously if I'm doing well, then that's just death for them. That's humiliation <laughs> to the highest degree. So how did you first get into baseball? You were in Little League all the way through? So my brother started playing when he was six and I was five. And so I would go to the, go to the ballpark and hang out and watch the games. And I don't remember making the decision to play baseball, but I also don't remember it being a decision. I was six. What, I mean, According to my parents, they told me, you know, there's this thing called softball that girls play. And I was like, but why is it baseball? (laughs) They were like, well, no, it's different. And I was like, but I don't want to play it. I want to play baseball with my brother. And so I did. And I, maybe it's ironic. I'm not quite sure. He ended up, you know, getting to the end of Little League and saying, that's it. This isn't really my sport. He does cross country. He did cross country in high school um, instead. And I just kept playing baseball because I loved it. And because after a couple of years, once I got in out of machine pitch and into kid pitch, they started saying, you should stop. You should play baseball. I was like, well, now that you've said that, I'm never going to stop. <laughs> so, okay, so you're never going to stop. Does that mean, are, are, do you have a, a path forward to keep playing baseball? You're a senior, you're graduating. What's next on, 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 in baseball for you? That is a question I do not know the answer to. What's next in baseball is I try to find somewhere to play. I have made my college decision. I am going to Cornell University. Whoa, congratulations. Congratulations. Very excited. Thank you. And I'm planning to email the baseball coach and just say, hey, is there any way I can walk on? Is there any way I can use the facilities? Because my goal is to make it on the women's national team. But I can't do that unless I can keep playing and keep practicing. So, you know, if I can't make it on the varsity team, I'll try out for the club team. I will find a way to keep playing baseball is what I'm saying right now. But I don't have a plan. I'm just winging it. 
That is fantastic. I think, you know, that's the way to go. It makes sense. I think you have a good plan. Do, do you have any special baseball memories? Like, is there anything that jumps out at you for from playing either on the field or off the field with baseball and your your teams of your past? There have been there have been a lot of a lot of special moments. There's it's I mean, every day there are stories from my high school team. It's like better than watching a sitcom. There's always <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> someone says something and like, I swear half the teams we face, we started like a feud with them because of whatever. So, but probably the best memory that's fresh in my mind right now comes on my senior night. So I didn't actually get to play a lot this last year. We ended up having, cause I'm basically a PO for my high school team. Um, and we ended up having another lefty who was, I hope he's not watching this objectively much better than me. Um, <laughs> um, and we just had a lot of really talented pitching and it was frustrating because I felt like I wasn't getting playing time. And so I couldn't prove that I deserved more playing time, which ended up being very frustrating for me. But on senior night, of course, they play the seniors. And so I got to play the whole game and pitch. And I also got to hit. And usually this is not my this is not my best area, but the team we were playing. Oh, I just thought of another story about this team, but I'll come back to that. Um, the team <laughs> we were playing was is Greenbrier High School, which was like number two in our region in the state or something. They were like really fucking good. But um, they weren't playing, they weren't pitching their ace. They were pitching this guy that was thrown like 75. And so I, this was my second at bat the whole season. And I swung at the first pitch and missed. And then I realized, oh, he's not throwing anything I can't hit. And so the next pitch, I hit a frozen rope down the line. And my second at bat of the year was a double. Oh, yay. That's awesome. (laughs) And the dugout, every time, that is the nice thing about this team. I talk shit about them. But if someone who hasn't gotten a lot of playing time gets a hit, they go crazy. So the dugout exploded. And so I got a double. I ended up scoring. Later on in the game, I came in to pitch. I had been at first. Um, and I pitched pretty well. I struck out one or two, but like they couldn't hit it very well. It was just, it was a good game. The other good game that had preceded that, that I didn't play at all, but just like from a purely baseball standpoint was amazing, was against Greenbrier the day before, the day before that. Um, I don't remember. And we... I'm not sure if you can tell by the way I'm talking. We are not the best team in the region. We are perpetual underdogs. And we managed to beat them. And I'm completely blanking on the events now. I just remember that it ended with, I think, a bases-loaded diving play in the outfield. Whoa. saved the game for us. It, w- it was a wild night, even from the dugout. I was just, yeah, it was great. Oh, I love it. I love it. Things you will never forget. What would you tell little girls who want to play baseball, who might be facing some obstacles, who don't know, you know, where to go? Am I going to be accepted? Where, how do you help them? I mean, there, there are lots of isms I could say. I think the most important thing is just keep playing. Keep playing and just outwork everyone else because there are going to be people that are more talented. It may be the majority of people that are more talented, 
but you can always control your work ethic and you can always outwork every other single person on the team. So I would say work hard, play smart. That's another thing that you can always control. Focus on the things that you can control and you will find and keep playing and you will find a place that will accept you. And if you don't, congratulations, you live in a place full of bigoted assholes and they don't deserve you anyway. (laughs) And come to DC. Yes, come to DC. Rebecca, are you actually 35? Because I mean, these are like life life lessons that it usually takes people a lot longer to learn and to be able to um, to articulate to other people. So that's freaking impressive. You're going to kill at college. Thank you. That people have been telling me that since elementary school. <laughs> that you're an old soul. Are you an old soul? Maybe. No one says yeah. I'm an old soul. They just tell me I'm mature, which is probably a different way of saying the same thing. But <laughs> I don't know why. But people just they're like. You're very mature for your age. And I'm like, except for what? They're always like, it's so nice. Except for my pitching coach who tells me, Rebecca, you need to break some rules. (laughs) You need to go out there and just rebel because you're not doing anything rebellious. And I tell, I'm like, dude, I saved up all my rebellion and I'm using it to play baseball. That's that's the rebellion. I mean, that seems like it's a, it's been a lot of work just to like to maintain like your place in baseball and like hold that firm. Yeah, I I forget sometimes that I'm doing something unexpected because it's so normal for everyone else on the team. The same way it's so normal for them to build muscle faster than me and be faster than me. And it's taken probably all six years I've been playing here to realize that in spite of the fact that this is just the default for them, which is not to say that they're, that everyone makes the team or there aren't people that drop out and say, this is too much work for me, but the majority of them, you know, can stick with it and can keep playing. And that's not a big deal. And obviously it shouldn't be a big deal that I'm playing, but it is. And I forget that because it's so normal for me. And it's so normal for everyone around because on a local level, this won't be important while it's happening, only when people remember it. Wow. I really feel like we should have like a t-shirt series of the quotations from all of the girls that we've spoken with this evening, because you guys are just full of such amazing wisdom. And yeah, it it should go beyond a t-shirt, but you know, that's what people are going to look at. So Rebecca, I hope that you'll stay in touch with us because Mm -hmm. I would love to know more about your path as you work towards the national team, Mm -hmm. like what, what the things you have to do to get there, because you don't have a traditional path. If you were, you know, a 17 year old boy who was a, you know, a good high school player. So you're clearly working harder and you're working around the system and we want to watch you do it because I think you're going to make it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And please, please give us a call as soon as you make it, because we'll be your first interview. (laughs) I I will do that. Might not be for a couple of years, but I will work hard and do my best. Thank you so much for joining us. And a huge thanks again to Ava and all the other girls from DC Girls Baseball. We're going to be following you all in Aberdeen this, this summer with the tournament coming up, the Baseball for All tournament. And we really hope to check in with everybody in the future and to see where this brings you all. So thanks for joining us tonight, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. That was so much fun to talk to the girls and women involved in in DC Girls Baseball. Special thanks to Ava 
and Piper and Tess and Maggie and Rebecca, you inspire us. You are showing us the way. We have a lot of confidence that girls and women have a future in baseball because of all the things you do and all the things that you've had to say with us. And we can't wait to see you in Aberdeen. Absolutely. Can't wait to hear what the next chapter is for everybody who we talk to tonight. Yeah, we're going to have um, fundraising links in mm-hmm. our show notes. So if you are able to support DC Girls Baseball, please do. Or if you have girls teams where you live, find them and throw your support at them because they need you. They need you. We've got to build this up, people. We absolutely do. As always, we're going to encourage you to find us on social media to hang out with us. Yeah, hang out with us on Twitter, NCIB Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at No Crying in B-Ball. Get your vaccine, people. If you haven't, there's all these bribes out there to make sure that you do it. You get you get prizes. You get door prizes for getting vaccines. So there's no excuses why not to. Keep wearing your masks. I know the CDC says, eh, but, you know, be safe. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Fight the man. And until next time, say goodnight, potty mouth. Good night, potty mouth. Oh, did we lose potty mouth?